Alright, it is 7 p.m. on Sunday night in Safety Harbor, which means only one thing. It is time for Bay Link Sports. Bay Link Sports coming to you live from this time inside Safety Harbor because it's just too damn hot outside. High of 96, and right now it is 96. Humidity is off the charts, something like 3,000%. If you walk outside, you basically turn to a bowl of liquid and you dissipate immediately. So we are staying inside today. If you want to take a look here, let me pull this off. Look at what we've had for the playoffs 2020 and playoffs 2021. All teams were different except those pesky Islanders. Those Islanders took us third round, made us work, made it hurt a little bit. But we were victorious over the Stars and then this year the Canadians. And here we go with all that kind of good stuff. Remember, you can always catch us live here on Facebook. Or if you'd like to listen later, you can always rewind to Facebook. Or you can check us out on YouTube, Twitch, Pandora, Apple, iTunes. You name it, we're on it. Thank you for all the help that we've gotten over the last couple of years, getting all this stuff fine-tuned and making sure that you can listen to us anytime you want from anywhere you want. So let's pull this share off. And it's just me. That's right. So basically, we're going to talk today about how awesome our Lightning are and will be in the future. Talk about one of our unfortunate losses and all the trades that have been going on. And then, of course, the Seattle Karens. Or they, I guess they call themselves the Kraken, but I call them the Seattle Karens. We'll be discussing uh, who they've picked up this year, which seems to be most of our good people and some major other ones across the board. So let's get right into it. All right. Welcome to the 2021-22 NHL Trade Tracker. Here we go. July 24th, we started out with the Wild acquiring a fourth-round pick in the 2021 NHL Draft from the Canadians in exchange for a fifth-round pick and a seventh-round pick in the 2021 NHL Draft. July 24th, the Canadians acquired a fourth-round pick from the Tampa Bay Lightning in exchange for a fourth-round pick, number 126 overall in the 2021 NHL Draft. Thank you. The Lightning Canadians swapped their fourth-round picks. The Carolina Hurricanes got a fifth-round pick. The Red Wings got a fourth-round pick from the Golden Knights. By the way, the Senators gave the pick to the Hurricanes. Hurricanes got another third-round pick from the Blackhawks in exchange for a third-round pick, number 91 overall in the 2021 draft. So I guess they're just changing picks left and right here. Calgary Flames got a third-round pick and a sixth-round pick from the LA Kings in exchange for a third-round pick in the 2021 NHL draft. I don't know what's going on here, folks. I just read it. I don't necessarily know what's going on. So... We should be having Don, Kyle, and Ron coming on tonight. But right now, we've noticed that there's no Don, there's no Ron, and there's no Kyle. I have no idea. I know uh, Ron is going to be late tonight, he said. And I was told that Kyle would be here. And who knows? Where's my son? Where's my son? And then, of course, we've got Don. Didn't hear from Don this weekend. I don't know if our hockey all-star goaltender guy... Is gonna make it, but if we if he does make it, and if he doesn't, well, you know, cheap lying, no good, rotten, far flushing low. So you know, let's let's hope he makes it on tonight for sure. All right, back to the draft because that's what we're talking about right now. The Panthers acquire. Here's the first pick. Here's the first person other than trades. Florida Panthers acquire forward Sam Reinhart. From the Buffalo Sabres in exchange for 2022 first round pick and goaltender Devin Levi. So basically they gave them crap 
And we got uh, Sam. They got Sam Reinhart, which is not too bad because he's a great player. He's going to hurt us really bad on the Panthers. The Rangers acquire second, third round pick, uh, and uh, more changes and picks. And who picks first? And who picks next? It's always pretty crazy at this point. Uh, all the way down, more picks, and everyone just keeps picking, and nobody gets people anymore. You never get people. Oh, here we go. July twenty fourth, Philadelphia Flyers acquire forward Cam Atkinson from Columbus Blue Jackets in exchange for forward Jacob Voracek from the Blue Jackets. I don't know how they're going to do that. That should be interesting. And uh, no more people, more picks back and forth, back and forth. It's just, folks, it's just back and forth picks. I've never understood how the draft works because it seems to me it's extremely boring. But it's kind of what I what I have to live for anyways. Let's put that on there. There we go. Well, we talk about some more drafting stuff. Uh, the Los Angeles Kings acquired Braden Burke, Tyler Steenbergen, from Arizona Coyotes in exchange for defenseman Cole Holtz and forward Bakanji Imama. Uh, so basically it's a before-person trade. Uh, Predators went back and forth, same thing. Minnesota Wild did the same thing. It's just, it's watching the draft, whether it's NFL, NHL, EHL, any draft, MLB, it's just boring. Oh my God, I... I've got a friend. He'll be on here starting probably in August. Uh, he's going to be our football correspondent. Uh, he's an awesome guy, Bob Manuel, right now. Unfortunately, let's uh, put a little prayer for him. He's got COVID, and it's been pretty epically rough on his family right now. So uh, please keep your thoughts and prayers for Bob as he gets better so that we can uh, have him on because he will talk about all these draft things. He knows the draft left and right, studies all that kind of stuff, and I have absolutely no idea what he was talking about. But, hey, it is what it is. Red Wings got a first-round pick uh, from the Dallas Stars. Uh, Blue Jackets. Hey, the Blue Jackets acquired defenseman Jake Bean from the Carolina Hurricanes in exchange for a second-round pick. Yay. Same thing. Seth Jones came from Chicago from actually from <laughs> – he originally was actually a Tampa Bay Lightning. This is weird. I'll just read this right out. Chicago Blackhawks acquired defenseman Seth Jones. A first-round pick, number 32, originally belonged to the Tampa Bay Lightning, and a sixth-round pick in the 2022 NHL draft from the Columbus Blue Jackets in exchange for defenseman Adam Boquist. A first-round pick and a second-round selection at the 2020... Oh, my God. So Jones went to the Blackhawks by the Blue Jackets, and Adam Boquist went from the... Uh, God, it's annoying just annoying folks what are you gonna do hey kyle what the hell yet all right so um vancouver connects huh, the canucks got a defenseman oliver ekman larson and forward connor gallard or garland that's he's pretty good actually from the coyotes and they traded uh louis erickson jay beagle and an antoine Roussel, and a first round pick overall so they can in the 2023 draft and a 22nd round pick in the 22 draft and a 7th round pick in the 21 draft. Wow, that's a lot. These guys are playing way out. All right. So, the Flyers got uh, Rasmus Ritolian in exchange for defenseman Robert Haig in 2021 first round draft pick and 2023 second round draft pick. Calgary Flames got Tyler Pitlick. <laughs> from the Seattle Kraken. Okay, we're going to talk about the Kraken in a minute and, and their final roster and things like this. So these guys picked up Tyler Pitlick. And I guess in Seattle, they just said that is definitely not a name they can handle. Nobody wants a Pitlick. I guess we're going to send them down to the Calgary Flames because Calgary is a little more tolerant, I guess, of the name Pitlick. I don't know. Coyote's got defenseman Shane Gattles B. Harry. These names are killing me. From the Coyotes. Uh, or, I'm sorry, the Coyotes got him from the Flyers in exchange for future considerations, whatever that means. The Cardinals got forward Andre Andrew Ladd, and they traded that for a conditional second round pick in 2022 and a conditional third round pick in 2023. NHL draft from the New York New York Islanders. So I guess they traded out for that. 
Golden Knights got Nolan Patrick from the Predators in exchange for Cody Glass. Look at that. Here you go, folks. It's the first person-to-person -person trade. Nothing else. No picks. No 2023-looking glass thing. I don't know, but geez, Louise. Ah, and then uh, well, the Flyers got Ryan Ellis in exchange for Philippe Myers from the Nashville Predators. So the Flyers and the Golden Knights both picked out the Predators. And the, the Knights got Brent Howden from the Rangers in exchange for Nick DeSimone and a fourth-round pick. Rangers got <laughs> the New York Rangers acquire Barkley Goodrow <laughs> from the Tampa Bay Lightning in exchange for a seventh-round pick in the 2022 NHL draft. So basically, we didn't. all we got was a pick. We didn't even get a person. We just gave up Barkley Goodrow. All right, well, that sucks. Barkley did a great job for the Lightning. We loved you very much. We're glad to have you here. And uh, you made the team that much better, and that's the best part. So we're sorry to see you go. Good luck with uh, the New York Rangers. I hope you have a good time there, and I hope they treat you well. The Toronto Maple Leafs got Jared McCann from the Penguins and traded him for Philip Hallander and a seventh-round pick. The Sharks got Adam Hill in exchange for goaltender Yosef Koronar and a second-round pick. And the Canucks got Jason Dickinson from the Dallas Stars in exchange for the third for a third-round pick in the 2021 NHL Draft. I guess they got somebody in mind, hopefully. So the Red, uh, the Jersey Devils acquire. I think I only got two more of these folks. Thank God, I only got two more. Jersey Devils acquire defenseman Ryan Graves from the Colorado Avalanche. In exchange for Miguel Maltse and a second-round pick. And the Carolina Hurricanes. Oh, I'm sorry, I got three more. Now I got two more. Hurricanes got the goaltender Dylan Wells from Edmonton in exchange for future considerations. And the Oilers finally acquire Duncan Keith and forward Tim Soderlund from the Chicago Blackhawks in exchange for Caleb Jones and a 2022 NHL draft conditional pick. Ugh. Uh, uh, God, that was boring. That was 13 minutes that you'll never get back. And you know less than you know then. And it's really kind of sad. But hey, here we are, right? Well, doggy. Yes, yes. We got into a very interesting spot here. This is what I want to talk about for sure. Logan Malo. If you haven't heard of Logan Malo, Logan Malo is a young hockey player, was living in Sweden at the time, and he disseminated a picture of a girl. I guess she's an acquaintance. We we're not going to get into that part. And she was performing a sexual act. All right. She complained to the police. The police arrested him, and he ended up with a fine. He paid his fine. He did what he was supposed to. But like many, many other hockey players, he did not turn his back on his obligations. And he stood up for who he is. And he talked about it. And he said, given the circumstances, and he's been convicted, and he's paid his fine. So don't forget, he's done with all this. This is in the past. However, he says, given the circumstances, I don't feel I have demonstrated strong enough maturity or character to earn that privilege in the 2021 draft. He does not want to be drafted. If I were to ever have the honor of being selected, I would want a fan base to be proud to welcome me for their organization. I knew it will take time for society to build back the trust I have lost, and that is why I think it is in the best interest that I renounce myself for the 2021 NHL draft and ask that no one select me this upcoming weekend. I feel that this will allow me the opportunity to demonstrate an adequate level of maturity and character next season with the London Knights and the OHL and provide all the NHL teams the opportunity to reassess my character towards the 2022 NHL draft. Signed, Logan Amello. Now, this kid has more class and he's brand new than I've seen in multiple, multiple other athletes and stars and people like that across the board. It is so different 
in hockey to see people actually sit up, do the right thing, and take it from there. You know, I'm just impressed. So what happens? <sighs> the Montreal Canadiens pick him up. Picked up by the Montreal Canadiens who said, we don't care what his tweet said. We don't even care what he did. Of course, we take it seriously because we would never want to disparage something like that. And of course, they're right. But at the same time, he's a good kid. He's a hard worker. Even though he's got very strong convictions and strong wishes, we're going to take him anyways. And the NHL can't do a damn thing about it. They are just, they're just there. And Johnny Sears says late, whatever that means. Good to see you, Johnny. Now, don't forget, by the way, if you would like to be a member of this show and see some of the things that goes on behind the scenes and get on the air and tell us about how awesome you know things about sports join our team email me at dogcopper at gmail.com that's d-o-g-c-o-p-p-e-r at gmail.com and don't forget congratulations to the tampa bay lightning for their 2020 and 2021 back-to-back stanley cup championships check us out on your favorite video and audio platform. Yes, that's correct. So, Logan, I'm I'm happy for you. I'm proud of you. I'm sorry for it at the same time. Just the weirdest thing. All right, so here we go. The Kraken roster. Dun, dun, dun. Now here's something we hope you'll really like. Yeah, here comes the Kraken roster, right? All right, the Anaheim Ducks gave up Hayden Fleury as a defenseman. So he's on a $1.3 million contract. The Arizona Cardinals, or Coyotes, gave up Tyler Pitlick, who's already gone at a 1.75. His history is a right, right wing. The Boston Bruins gave up Jeremy Lawson, $850,000. Now, I think there's some other funny business going on. He didn't, it was making a lot of money, and uh, it just seems like they would have gotten somebody better than that from the Bruins. But what are you going to do? Buffalo Sabres gave up Will Borgen. He's a restricted free agent, so he doesn't cost them. Calgary Flames gave up Mark Giordano, defenseman, at $6.75 million. Now, that kid's making some money. Carolina Hurricanes gave up Morden Gecki. Uh, he's a re- also a restricted free agent. Blackhawks gave up John Queenville, left wing at 750K. Colorado Avalanche gave up Junas Donskoy, Donskoy, a right wing at 3.9 mil. The Blue Jackets gave up Gavin or Gavin Bayreuther. Gavin Bayreuther went to them as an unrestricted free agent. Dallas Stars gave up Jamie. Olesiak. Olesiak. Now, here's the thing, folks. I got a question for you. Do you recognize any of these names so far? So far, I haven't really gotten to any. We'll get one in a minute, but not a lot. Detroit Red Wings gave up Dennis Chalowski at only $8.94K. Here we go. Edmonton Oilers gave up Adam Larson. Now, he's an unrestricted free agent. And the Panthers gave up Chris Dreiger, who's also UFA. Those names we know. But so far, those are the only two. Uh, Kings gave up Curtis McDermott. Curtis only made 875K, but he wasn't really a big loss for them. The Wild gave up Carson Soucy at 2.75 mil. Canadians gave up Kate or Kale Fleury as a defensive Mac. He's our RFA, restricted free agent. Predators gave up Kelly Jarncroc at two million. The Devils gave up Nathan Bastain at eight twenty-five k. Here's another one we know. The Islanders gave up Jordan Eberle. Jordan Eberle at five point five million. Now he's probably one of their top ones right now. He's, in fact, right now he's sitting at the the top of the the list. 
Actually, no. Calgary Flames, Mark Giordano, Giordano is uh, 6.75 mil. But he's 5.5. That's pretty high up there. The Rangers gave up Colin Blackwell at 7.25. Ottawa Senators gave up Jory Decord at 7.50k. Carson Torinsky from the Philadelphia Flyers is now their left wing. He's an RFA. Penguins gave up Brandon Tenev at 3.5 million. Uh, Peng, uh, the San Jose Sharks gave up Alexander True, a center, restricted free agent. The Blues gave up Vince Dunn, restricted free agent. The Leafs gave up Jared McCann at 2.94 million. The Canucks gave up Cole Lind. Capitals gave up Vitek Vanacek as goalie at 717000 Okay, guys. You picked up Joy Decord, a goalie at 750k. You picked up Vitek Venacek, a goalie at 717k. And you had Klein. You had goalies you could have picked. You need a go guys, you need a goalie. What the hell are you thinking? What the hell are you thinking? Give me a second here. So Ah, here's where we lost the one. Tampa Bay Lightning gave up center Yanni Gord at $5.17 million. You see a captain or an A captain on his chest? I do very soon. Look who we got. It's Radical Ron. Oh, my God. Radical Ron, how are you? Tired. 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 Yeah, man. And Johnny says, your series says, no, don't know what that means either. <laughs> uh, I have no idea. Yeah, I like the nice picture behind you. Thank you. Thank you very much. Daylink Sports. I decided to be inside. If you had been here on time, you would know it's 96 degrees down here in Safety Harbor. It is hot as shit, and I'm not going to go out there and melt. Nope. So, let's talk more about Yanni Gord. How did the... Kraken screw us. Well, in my opinion, guys and gals, the Kraken did not screw us. That's the funny part. Somebody may think it's different, but I don't. Ron, here's the thing. They took Yanni Gordon, dropped our cap by $5.17 million. That puts us a little closer to our cap space, and we have some room to move. Uh -huh. If they assholes and taken one of our lower players... At the 750, 775, under a million thing, we would have still probably gotten rid of Yanni Gord because we couldn't afford to keep him at that point. So uh -huh. it's really the worst thing in the world that they picked up Yanni Gord. Now, people are crying. Yes. I never wanted to see Yanni go. I like Yanni. I thought Yanni Gord was a great player, great motivator, but he had no chance to be in the captain line because there was too much talent in front of him. This gave him an opportunity to actually be probably one of the three captain lines right off the bat. So that's a great opportunity for him. Mm -hmm. Plus, brand new team. He can show his leadership. He can show his technique. He can show his talent off. And they don't worry me right now, but they worry me in the future. Just like the Red Wings. Yeah. So, so were you sad to see anybody go here? Uh, I mean, it was yes and no. I mean, Andrew Ladd, Andrew Ladd, Lou pulled off. That's got to be just unbelievable how he pulled that off to get rid of that enormous contract. Oh, I know. You so Ladd's gone. Letty's gone. And, of course, we lost Eberle to the Kraken. Yep. But... Which I did We're almost at twenty million in cap space now. Oh yeah, you guys are all set. You know, we're we're sitting here by the beach. You know. Oh, oh I hear some tasty waves, cool buzz, and I'm fine. And Yanni is up in Seattle where it's cold. Poor Yanni. Huh? Just poor Yanni. So yeah, I mean, I was I was not shocked to see Everly go since he was on the list. And he is, has another chance. He's probably going to either be captain or assistant captain. Yeah. And honestly, I see Everly 
working very, very well with Yanni Gord, of all people. I see them. That's ironic, isn't it? It is hilarious that they're going to, they've been fighting for so long. But Everly's a right wing and Yanni's a center. Mm -hmm. You put put Tenev from the Penguins as left wing, you got one hell of a line right there. Yeah. That's that's a scary, scary line. They have Mm -hmm. no goal. They have crap for defense, but that's that's a scary. And they, you that's know, they almost have, as good as I. Uh, that's almost as good as our identity line. Oh yeah, and that's just, they're they're as good as our second line. The problem is that's all they got. Mm-hmm. That other lines do. I really thought they were gonna snap uh, Price. <laughs> oh my God, how dumb were they not to think Price? They are still under their cap, and Price would have been. Absolutely, the best thing ever. Now I wanted to take McElhaney. I was hoping they'd take McElhaney because you know he's such a good goalie, and I love him so much. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, I know. Uh, I mean, I think we're pretty much done with getting rid of the dead wood per se. But I know, uh, and obviously, Lamorello never ever lets anything out of the bag. Oh no! So that's got everybody a little worried because there's talk of Paris. There's talk of uh, that one, I can't spell his name, from uh, Colorado. Yeah. Suda, another Suda. Yeah. There's there's talk of a bunch of different guys. Oh, yeah. We've been through trades just this month, and there's going to be probably 40 to 50 more trades coming up shortly. Yeah, you guys still got a bunch of guys on the chopping block right now, don't you? Oh, uh, it's it's close. There there can be some more losses. I'd hate to see it happen, but there could be some more losses. Kyle, I got you late, so you're pissing me off. All right, so let's bring on, I guess, Kyle, my son, who's thirty. I'm sorry, twenty-seven minutes late. Twenty-seven minutes late. Hi, Kyle. Yeah, hey, sorry guys. Some of us are part of the uh, working class still, yeah. and uh, I'm you're getting feedback. See if you can fix that feedback before you unmute again, Ron. What's that, Kyle? Go ahead. Said sorry. Some of us are part of the working class, and uh, yeah, <laughs> had a long day. <laughs> working class. That was the working class. That involves beer with your with your brother. Yeah, well, that's part of it. Yeah. Oh, that's how work goes. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's, that's, that's what makes it manageable, goes. anyway. Uh huh. Are you? Is that any yeah, it's not, yeah, it sounds like it fixed it. Yeah, whatever your speaker is, you just got to turn your speaker down. That's all. All right. So we have gotten to all the good trades. We've talked about the Seattle Karens and how they're raping us left and right. But let's talk about the greatest stuff. Here it comes. That's right. Here's what's going to happen this year with the Bolts. The Bolts on October 12th take on the Penguins at home will be Penguins versus the Lightning at the Amelie Arena on October 12th. They play the Red Wings on October 14th. My wife will be jumping up and down for that one because she wants to see that one. However, it is up in Detroit, so we can't do it. Lightning play the Capitals October 16th away, and then the Panthers join us on October 19th. For a home game against them. Yay. The Avalanche take out. Yeah, no kidding. I'm not real happy about the Panthers right now. Reinhardt was some pickup for them. Yeah. Jeez. Talking about Florida. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Hey, yeah. For those of of, uh, our Orlando fans, there's actually a preseason game. Yeah. How much are them tickets? Yeah, here in Orlando, playing at the Amway. Yeah, how much are those tickets? <laughs> yeah, yeah, for the low, low price of ninety-one dollars a piece. Ninety. <laughs> I, he he sends me this text. Oh my God, they're ninety-one dollars a seat. I said, Oh my God, that's cheap. <laughs> I guess he hasn't been to Amway in a while. They asked me. They said because uh, I just got my my cool invite to uh, select my seat if there's any available. Uh, at the Emily Arena, and of course, when I said, "Hey, I'm out of town that weekend," they said, "You better send a proxy because if you don't, you ain't getting those seats." Oh, fantastic! So oh wow! Yeah, what, what's your price range? And I went, <laughs> "Well, it's uh, under under a thousand, under three thousand, 
or three to six thousand. And three to six thousand is what I chose, and that is the lower bowl or um, uh, club seat. I ain't going for no club, but hopefully I can get some lower bowl right in that age. We'll see what happens. Who knows? Who knows? Who knows? However, the Avalanche come see us on the 23rd of October. We go up to New York, up to Buffalo, and play the Sabres on the 25th. They, the Lightning head over then to see the Pittsburgh Penguins on the 26th. And then, yes, the Penguins. Ahem. And then the Lightning come home and the Coyotes take us on October 28th. going to be a lot of fun. October 12th is a big day because it is opening day for regular season hockey. The Golden Knights stick on the TBDs. I guess they're either looking for a name chase or trying to figure out who the hell's going to play them. I was hoping it'd be the Kraken. And the Penguins, of course, take on the Lightning. Well, come on. You want to see the Golden Knights, the second, the last team prior to them, come on, and then they just beat the crap out of the Kraken because they haven't worked together yet. It's kind mm-hmm. of If you're going to start them off losing, lose them right, you know? I tell you what, they got a nice stadium going, though. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Not like was, but it's nice. Yeah, but then, then Antifa's going to come and paint it. Yeah, well. Dude, I can't believe we are going to be 13 games away to start the season. I know. You guys, I can't. Why did they do that to you guys? I don't know. We could have finished it. We could have started out a couple of games in the Coliseum until the new arena got done. Yeah. I don't know why they did that. I really don't. So, nope. so the Islanders don't have a home game until almost November? Yeah. November 13th, if I remember. Wow, one yep. month after opening day. Yep. Yeah, but it'll be at UBS Arena, a new Coliseum. Place is coming out phenomenal now. It's it looks so beautiful. It's awesome. Can't wait. Can't wait. Can't wait. Can't wait. Can we? Good. Good for them, Ron. Can't wait to see who we pick up in the meantime. Yeah, well, there's going to be a lot more trades and a lot more changes. We know that's going to happen. We may have, mm-hmm. to and you guys will probably pick them up and hurt us because you guys don't like us and you're mean. But it is what it is. Are you feedbacking again? That was the last real series. Just so you know. Yeah, of course. Well, I mean, hey, like I said in the very beginning, and I'll, I'll pull this graphic up again. If I can, if it's there, let's see. Share my screen. This window. We'll, we'll make this real big for everybody here. The playoffs, the only team we played twice in the last two playoff seasons were the Islanders, and we played in round three. And it was tough both years. So the Islanders are no joke. I mean, hey, we, we beat the Capitals. We beat the uh, the Senators. We beat the... the uh, Bruins, and then we talked with the Islanders before we took out the Stars. We beat the Panthers, we beat the Hurricanes, and we had a trouble with the Islanders again before taking out the Canadians. So, yeah, there's there's, there's something good to say about those Islanders because they are tough. You know? It's only going to take one or two more pieces and then it's game on. That's all it's going to take. Oh, I know. You guys are going to be tough for the next couple of years. It's going to be tough to see around. I'm just waiting to see what happens with the uh, Red Wings. I still think the Red Wings are going to start kicking this year. We'll see. Who knows? Kyle, since you're all bouncy and I can't see you, uh, and you don't have a light on. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. (laughs) I swear to God. Yeah. So, uh, no, uh, I, I didn't get to talk earlier. I know you guys probably were talking about the draft. The only thing that I wanted to say uh, about that, I don't know if you guys talked about it, um, is what the Habs did, you know, I think is kind of uh, embarrassing, you know, by not not protecting Carey Price and by uh, picking up the young individual that they did that requested not to get picked up during the draft um, because of uh, – personal things going on in his life, what he did abroad. Who, who, who now? Uh, don't, don't quote me on this. I, I can't remember his name, but I do know that he came out and said that he was a sex offender. He mm-hmm. uh, committed a sex crime over in Europe. 
And what are you saying? He requested that? to the NHL that he not get drafted this year, and the Habs picked him up anyway. That's right. See, if you were here at 7.15, you would have heard all about that. That is Logan Malo, who uh, was convicted of a minor sexual offense involving a, a girl that he sent pictures of and engaged in a sexual act. So, he has not to be drafted, and the Canadians did it anyways. Amazingly enough. I can. I was shocked. So kind of is. It's just kind of the way it is, I guess. Jesus. Yes, Ron, you got to kill your uh, your um, speaker. I got to meet you again because you're you're making everything feedback. Ah, uh, so we've talked about the Kraken. We've talked about the draft. There's no hockey to talk about. We've talked about the upcoming season because we're so awesome. And then it is time for my new favorite segment of the year. Are you ready for this one? Here it comes. It is time for Kyle's questions. Kyle questions. What do you got for us, Kyle? All right. Yeah. So my first question is, what determines the order for the NHL draft? What determines the order for the Just like the NFL draft. It's the... Losing his team to the winningest team, unless they've made trades for people or other trades. Is that what you're looking for? No, no, not necessarily. So, what do you want to know? So, what I what I'm curious about here is like uh-huh. uh, the the Lightning, for instance. Why did they have to wait until the second round to get a? Um... Because they were Stanley Cup champions. Okay. Yeah, just like the NFL and being Super Bowl champions, the um, the Bucks will not get a first-round draft pick at all. Well, they didn't. We, I was at the draft this year, and they did not get the first round. They ended up having to start in second round because they won the Stanley Cup. Okay, so yep. on the opposite side of that, then, yes. Buffalo was technically the worst team last year, so that's why they get the first-round pick. Not necessarily. Here's what's interesting. The teams that lose in the conference finals get picked 29 and 30. The team that runner up in the conference Stanley Cup finals is 31. The team that won Stanley Cup is 32. Now, who gets the first draft pick is the Buffalo Sabres this time for Owen Power, but they actually go into a draft. They actually go into a lottery. Uh, they did it during COVID, especially for who was going to get what pick. And this year, it actually went straight through. Owen Powers went to the Buffalo Sabres. And then Seattle Kraken got Matty Beneers, number two. The Ducks got Mason McTavish, number three. Devils got Luke Hughes. So that's really kind of where it sits. Um, It is done by lottery. And the first two picks in the overall draft were awarded by lottery. So they they won those two. That's kind of how that happens. Okay. Yeah. That's kind of where it goes. Uh, it is. I I don't know the ins and outs of it. Honestly, I was fell asleep trying to think about it. Just I, heck, I fell asleep talking about it right now at eight at seven o'clock because it was boring. The draft always bores me. I don't understand it. You know, Bob's really good at the NFL draft, but uh, you know, that's he just seems to be really good at all that knowing that kind of stuff. All right, what's your number two question? Dun, dun, dun. Yes. All right, so my second question is that um, how does a team like Tampa Bay that has that, that came into the draft with cap issues able to pick up so many people? Well, because as long as they fluff their cap off before the beginning of the season – they're okay. So if they're they're already over over cap, and most most teams are over cap. A lot of teams are at least. Canadians admitted to it. The Islanders admitted to it. Uh, the only time the cap is lifted is during the postseason, the playoffs. And actually, the NHL, uh, the only people to vote against that happening were the Lightning. And so everyone says, of course, the Lightning's cheating because of it, but that's not true. So. Um, It's just a matter of 
you, you pick your best people, you spend the money, and right at the very end, before season starts, you fluff off the players you have to fluff off. Or they get injured. Or they get COVID. All those kind of cool things. Okay. So that's what happens there. Yes, go ahead. And number three. Yes. And Ron, if you ever turn your speaker down, I will unmute you, but you're still feeding back. <laughs> All right. And then, uh, so my last question is how many players are typically drafted throughout uh, the draft? I know that there's obviously, I think it's what, six rounds? There's six rounds and 32 per round. So 180, 192, 192 drafted. During wow. the, the regular playoff draft. Wow, that's a that's, that's a lot of players. And those are and the most and the majority of those are coming from minor league or European league teams. Yes, correct? exactly. Most are coming from European league these days, but uh, there are a lot coming from the minors, of course. And uh, it's just important that uh, they pick players that they think are going to make in the future good hockey players. So, yeah, these are great questions, my friend. Great questions all the way around. Awesome. Kyle, congratulations. Awesome questions. Thank you. No, no. Uh, today we get a yay, Kyle. Very, very nice. So, Ron, did you, un did you get your thing fixed yet? Yes. Did you? No. See, I can hear it. See, you can talk now. You're unmuted. It should be better. There you go. Sounds fantastic. Yay. Yeah. Yay. <laughs> All right. Any more hockey, guys? Any more hockey? Mm -hmm. Two other sports to talk about at least. Very sad that it's still got to wait for October. Still got a ways, which is going to be a little bit. Oh, well. oh, I got a question. What the hell were the Rays thinking? What do you mean? Because Trading for a player that's on the IR list? Ah, that was a cap issue. They traded him. They traded for him because they can now pick up another pitcher, which they desperately need, and they're not going to affect their cap. It actually was a really slick move. Uh, when when teams in any sport trade for a player that's on the IR list, basically they're getting a free shot on this player. Because he's not paid for by them. He's paid for by the original team while he's on IR. And he doesn't affect the cap on any team, which is really kind of cool. So, yeah, it's a little spot. Speaking of the Rays, hey, hey, hey. The Rays have been on an up and down roller coaster, as we know, for the season so far. However, starting on the 11th, since we haven't been on in a little while... They lost to the Blue Jays. We said, okay, you know what? We suck. Then here's what happens. We beat the Braves 7-6 to six on Friday, June 16th. July 16th, excuse me. The 17th, yeah, we lose to the Braves 9-0. to zero. It's a tough loss. Bad, bad, bad. However, we come back, beat the Rays 7-5 to five on July 18th. Orioles take us out to town one more time, 6-1 to one on the 19th. And that's where things get different. The, tw the 20th. Rays take the Orioles three to nine. The twenty-first, the Rays take the Orioles five to four. The twenty-second, the Rays say, "You know, we're on a roll. Let's see what we can do here." They play the Cleveland Indians, who are now still the Indians at the time. So we're calling them the Indians. Five to four over the Indians. Thursday, July twenty-second. Friday, July twenty-third rolls around. Ten to five over the Indians. And let's go ahead and see if we can do a major sweep. The yesterday's final was eight to two. Now, if it was a three game, it'd be a sweep. However, they played us today and we did lose like two to one low scoring loss. But uh, hey, we are on a roll right now. We come up against the Yankees, which means, you know, destroy them. The Yankees come oh, to Boston just did. Yeah. The Yankees come to play us uh, on the 27th and 28th. And 29th. So if you want to go see the Yankees and you want to be involved with crowds that are just assholes, 
this is the place to be is right even my wife is on the other side of the camera shaking her head going there's no way we're going to a Rays game well first of all we'll be in vegas anyways it would even nice. if we weren't yeah <laughs> yeah even if we weren't we would not be going to these games even if i had season tickets because the yankees are bad fans bad fans yankees that's what i'm saying right now i'll tell you what it is it is that they steal your seats they're rude they curse they bring little crying children and set them right next to you, and those kids crawl all over the floor. <laughs> it is just not fun. Honestly. Yeah, when, but if you talk to a certain person, you got no argument about the Yankees. Yeah, he's a Meanwhile, loser. the Yankees suck. Yeah, he's a loser, too. We'll talk about how bad the Yankees suck in just a second. Because the Rays, when the Yankees played or the uh, Red Sox played, we just didn't go. It just wasn't worth it for us to sit in the stands, pay good money, and get treated like dirt by these just butthead fans from the Yankees and the Red Sox. And by the way, it's a six game back to back. Yankees are are here on 27, 28th, 29th, like I said. Then the Red Sox come to town on the 30th, 31st, and August 1st. So these would be six games in a row that we would not attend in our own home stadium because we don't like it. It is the way it is. Right now the Rays and Red Sox are tied for first place. Tied for first place, 60 wins, 39 losses. The only reason we're below in sitting on second tied for first is that our last 10 was five and five and their last 10, I'm sorry, our last 10 was seven and three. Their last 10 was five and five, which sits us in first place and a first place tie. Gotta love it all the way around. Go raise. Cause remember somebody that used to work here said the rays were horrible, but let's look at this. The Rays and the Red Sox are tied for first place. Guess where the Yankees are? Last. No, no, not last because the Orioles have solidly taken that. Fifth. However, the Yankees are eight games back. They're sitting Oof. in third place. Eight games back. Oh, my goodness. That's horrible. Blue Jays are 8.5 games back. And the Orioles, <laughs> the Orioles are 26 games back. 26 games back. How bad do you have to be to be 26 games back? Nobody. Even the Rangers are only 25 games back. It's just crazy. Never seen You know what's sad, Jeff? We used to have this argument all the time, too. The Yankees have bought their championships. They're not like the Rays, where they have to work for a championship. Yeah. Damn championships were bought. Yeah, but look and, and look at the Rays. I mean, not only did they not buy last year and came in a very, very close second, only by one inning, literally, for the pennant, mm -hmm. they fluffed off half their team. They got rid of half their team. And these scrappy kids said, you know what? We're just we're going to keep doing what we do. And, John, that's right. Go Rays. We love the Rays, especially around here. We hate to see them to leave the – Tropicana Field, but if they do, they do. I'm sure they'll find a good home in Tampa, and it'll make it harder for us to get there. What's going on with that? Are they still going to move to Tampa, or what's the story? No idea. There's, There have been so many changes up and down, and nobody nobody knows. I have no clue. It's 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 terrible. And, and I, we won't know until the last minute, because then by the time they make a decision and we complain about it, it'll be too late. That's the problem. So the White Sox are sitting uh, pretty in first place in the Central, just in front of the Indians, who are nine games back, who we just uh, – well, they're eight and a half games back now because they won one, but uh, we'll see. Astros sitting on top of the AL West. And then you get the uh, National League East with the Mets. Good job, Mets, all the way around. Philly, Phillies are four games back. Brewers are on top of the NL Central with the Reds six and a half games back. And NL West has the Giants up top with the Dodgers two games back. That is a tough one right there. Those guys are tough all the way around. Now, here's the interesting thing. The Giants are number one in their their league right now with 61 wins. Brewers with 58 wins. The Mets are in top of the National League East with only 51 wins. 51 wins. That's okay. badass. That's horrible. The Astros are 60. <clears throat> 58 and we're 60 so it should be right in the 60s 58 right the only the only team that has one more than us is all the way down at the bottom with the giants that have 61 so 
we're not doing bad. We've won 60 games. We would be on top of any league right now with the number of wins we had. But all these other teams, I mean, hey, let's look, let's let's talk about the Yankees. They've only won 51 games. But at 51 games, they'd actually be on they'd be in second place in the Central. They'd be on top tied with the Mets and they'd be in tied for second with the Reds. So, you know, it's just uh, this is a mismatched MLB all the way around. Mm-hmm. Not, not really digging it, but it kind of is what it is. I'll tell you what, though, Jeff. Yes. Uh, just like the Rays, I love an underdog. I'd love to see the Mets shut down the Yankees all year. Well, because yeah. that certain person, you remember, bashed the Mets. The Mets are irrelevant. Oh. Meanwhile, the Mets are doing better than the Yankees. That's how it usually goes. All right, as we've uh, now progressed into some relaxing music. Let's talk about the NFL. Kyle's on his couch. He could pass out. Yeah, I know. How about this? You ready? All right, here we go. August 14th, NFL preseason. Cincinnati Bengals at the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Whoop, whoop. That's not my favorite cheer, though. How about this one? August 21st rolls around. The Tennessee Titans take on the Buccaneers at Raymond James Stadium again. And August 28th, Tampa Bay Buccaneers at Houston Texans. We're going to Houston, folks, on the 28th. However, the 2021 Tampa Bay Buccaneers season tickets includes tickets to all regular home home season games. And by the way, I also get the preseason games. September 9th, Dallas Cowboys at Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Thursday night football. Remember that one? Here's a, here's a good one. Thursday night football, Dallas Cowboys at the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. 8.20 p.m. Yay, yay. September 19th, the Atlanta Falcons take on the Tampa Bay Buccaneers at Raymond James Stadium at 4.05 p.m. on a Sunday. Buccaneers take on the Rams. 1.25 p.m. in Inglewood, California. On the 26th, on the October 3rd, the Buccaneers take on the New England Patriots. Sunday night football. That hasn't gotten you already. Uh, at Gillette Stadium in Foxborough. That is going to be one of the most interesting games people have seen in a long time. If they were playing here, if the Patriots were playing the Buccaneers here, I could easily sell my tickets for probably $2,000 apiece. Easily. Yeah, I wish that uh, I wish that game was going to be down here. Uh, Unfortunate. I know it is October tenth. The Dolphins take on the Tampa Bay Buccaneers here, so the Dolphins come up, and everyone wants to see the Dolphins. Yeah, okay. Ah, however, it is what it is. September nineteenth, the Falcons come up, see us, or it's come down <laughs> down here in Tampa. September twenty sixth, we go to L.A. We watch the. The Rams lose to us in L.A. on the 26th. October 3rd rolls around, and we take on the Patriots again. Did we just talk about that? Oh, yeah. I skipped twice. Look at that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, that's what you do when you over you overtake your notes when you're, uh, you're busy, busy trying to get the stuff done. And then October 24th, the Bears come to see us. The Bears come to see us at 425 p.m. on Sunday, October 24th. We go to New Orleans on Halloween night. Ooh, we're going, they're going to New Orleans Halloween night. That's kind of voodoo capital. We might be in trouble there. November fourteenth, uh, we go to the Washington. <laughs> All of that. Uh, they still have anything about that. Have football they? team. Well, well, well. I'd say somebody has some explaining to do. Yeah, damn right they do. The hell is the Washington football team? And what was that, Kyle? I said they still haven't done anything about that, have they? I mean, we, you know, we now have uh, the Cleveland Guardians. That's that? pathetic. Still, yeah. And we yeah, still have the Washington football team. It's amazing, isn't it? They should be the Washington Crybabies. That'd be good. <laughs> right with the Seattle Karens. I don't know. But, hey, we go to back to Monday Night Football on the 22nd and... Raymond James Stadium as the New York Giants take on the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's going to be interesting to watch, huh? You going to enjoy that one? 
I'm not a football fan, but I'd love to see the Giants get their asses beat. Oh, it's going to be fun. Definitely going to be fun to watch that one. Tampa <laughs> go to see the Colts in Indianapolis on the November 28th. Then December rolls around, and here we go. We go to the Falcons on December 5th. The Bills come to see us. This is the one I'm looking for, December 12th. The Buffalo Bills with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. I cannot wait for that game. You know, I'm a born in Buffalo. Not saying the Buffalo fan over anyone else. Not saying the Buffalo Bills are better than anybody else. However, the Buffalo Bills are a strong, strong team this year. This is going to be an epic fight. I look forward to seeing what happens on December 12th at 425 p.m. New Orleans Saints, Saints the next weekend, uh, 8.20 p.m., they come and see us. So we'll get New Orleans back instead of uh, voodoo. We get to voodoo them. We go see the Carolina Panthers December 26th. We get to see the Jets. Thank God they're not playing here on January 2nd because I wouldn't go. I've never been to a Jets game again. I went to one like 20 years ago. Never will return. Just like the Yankees, the Jets are just horrible fans. And then January 9th, our final game, unless we go to the playoffs. Carolina Panthers take on the Tampa Bay Buccaneers in Raymond James Stadium January 9th, Sunday, Sunday, Sunday at 1 p.m. You know what's interesting is I could give you, I gave you the entire schedule for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers right then in three minutes. I couldn't do that with the Lightning. Why, Kyle? Why couldn't I do that for the Lightning? Because it's a much longer season. It's a much longer season. And why is that, Kyle? Because people like hockey. Because hockey's awesome. And these are real professionals who play day in and day out, work hard, and don't have to take a week off because they got their feelings hurt. But. <laughs> yes. BS, because we still got to wait more than two months. Well, yeah, we still have to wait because it sucks. But, you know, hey, at least mm-hmm. when, the hockey, when hockey plays, it's. Respect my authority! That's right. You know? But. Yes. But I do love. Is you can walk around, you know, Orlando, obviously not a hockey town, but you can walk all over Orlando and see nothing but blue. Well, that's good. At least it's they great. know. At least they know who the best is in Florida. Yeah, there's no blue and orange. Sorry, Rob. But no. Yeah. Kind of is what it is. All right, here's the best part. It is the last three. And with the last three, with three people on, it starts with Radical Ron. Radical Ron, what you got for us tonight? I don't know. I guess we're going to wait a couple of days, see how all those trades play out, see who's losing who, who's gaining who. You know, hopefully uh, it'll turn out good for everybody. More or less us, but that's besides the point. I have to agree. Uh, I mean, like I said, the, the few that Blue has up his sleeve, who knows what we're getting. So, Vandeskog, that was his name. Oh, yeah, Vandeskog. That well, feels hey, on it. That's the guy I was thinking of. That brings us to Kyle for your 30 seconds. Kyle, what do you got? All right, yep. So, uh, still right, another, we still got to wait more than two months for hockey. Uh, so, looking forward to it when we do get it back in October. Sad to see Yanni Gord leaving the Lightning. Uh, wish him the best of luck with the Seattle Kraken. And uh, hopefully – yeah, do some good with these players that we picked up from the draft. Yeah, I'm loving it right there. I think that uh, you're right on on target with that, and it becomes down time for me now, folks. You pretty much heard from Ron and Kyle, and they've said everything I need to say. What a great night! We're all sorry hockey's gone, but hey, we still got Baylink Sports. We can talk about all the cool hockey we can, as well as baseball football and any other sport that piques our interest at the time we are a real sports network that talks about all those kind of things so join us next sunday at 7 p.m on the bay link sports in safety harbor